We all know that I love making and recording my own podcast. Loudmouth is my heart and soul. But what's even more fun is that it's easy to do. And guess what? (laughs) You can do one too. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Because it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and anywhere else you can listen to podcasts. You can make money from it with no minimum listenership. It's literally everything you need to make a podcast right there in one place for free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hello everyone and welcome back to Loudmouth Podcast, the show about everything and nothing all at once. I'm your host with the small lips, Loudmouth, the one and only host of Loudmouth, Madison Hadler. I added a little something on there, small lips, Loudmouth. That is something that I do possess. (laughs) Um, I haven't said it in the starter for a while, so there you go, a new intro. Just trying to mix it up for you guys a little bit. I hope that everyone listening today is having a great day, whatever day it is where you are. Um, Today has been, you know, a long day, and my episode kind of goes into what I've been feeling, but I posted on my um, Instagram story a little earlier. So I'm recording this on Tuesday, October 5th. And so it'll come out October 6th. But today I posted on my Instagram story how just like, how do you be an adult? Because I feel so not even like actively super overwhelmed, but like just there are so many things that I want to do, that I need to do, that I'm trying to combine, that I'm trying to do in a day. And it just feels like how the hell does anyone have enough time in the day to do what they want and need to do while also taking care of themselves and, you know, taking a fresh breath of fresh, fresh air, working on their spiritual health, working on their mental health, working on whatever health they need to work on. Like just literally how how do you be an adult especially I don't even know if you have like a side hustle it's even harder if you want to do the hobbies that you love if you have extra jobs it just doesn't make any sense to me so I've been struggling with that a little bit lately just kind of figuring out how to get everything together how to do everything that I want to do that I need to do and in that process I have been and I've always done this too, I've been super invalidating towards myself. And I've just, you know, not been letting myself feel the things that I need to feel. Or when I do feel those things, you know, I immediately shut them down because I don't want to feel that feeling. I don't have time to feel that feeling or, you know, like just various reasons. And I'm sure that everyone listening can relate to this on some level invalidation is so huge and happens to everyone and I feel like especially with the whole burnout culture and the whole hustle culture and the go 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 of it all we there are definitely times when you've probably just ignored your feelings and moved on with it or said you know I that's stupid I don't have time to feel those things 
Um, especially because I've been doing social media work for a therapy office remotely. I feel like the word validation has come up so much more in my life because that's a big thing in therapy. And so I just kind of want to talk about it because I think this is something that all people can understand, but especially people of the whole hustle culture of the burnout culture, we feel it a lot more and we don't allow ourselves to validate what we feel. Honestly, here's a drinking game for you guys before we even start the episode. Take a shot every time I say feel because it's going to be a lot. So today, let's talk about that. acknowledging another person's or our own emotions, thoughts, experiences, values, and beliefs. And it isn't always having to be agreeing with someone or approving of someone's actions. We can validate and support someone and ourselves while still maintaining a different opinion. Validation is a way of communicating that relationship is important and solid even when you disagree on issues. So there are many times when even yourself, even like, you know, you did things in your past that you're not super proud of and it's still okay to validate what you were feeling at that time that led you to those actions while not absolutely being okay with the actions that you took. And vice versa with your friends. You may not always agree on what your friend does or how they handle a certain situation, but you can sit there and still validate the feelings that they were feeling at the time that led them to do those things. It is a way of communication, acceptance of ourselves and others. Many times it's the self invalidation that we lack the most, which is of course obvious. We're always harder on ourselves than we are on other people. And when we invalidate us or other people, it's when a person's thoughts and feelings are rejected, ignored, or judged. And we have a tendency to judge our own feelings most of the time. We give a lot of love to others that we don't really reciprocate onto ourselves. And I mean, especially true for me, I know that I do this through and through. I am always a million times harder on myself than I am on my friends or other people in my life. But... And validation disrupts relationships and creates emotional distance, which can be done with ourselves as well. When we invalidate ourselves, we make recovery from our situation more difficult. And that's the same with doing it with other people. When we look at a relationship with self, we don't see it in the same ways that we do with other people. And that can cause a lot of problems, especially in the validation aspect. Oftentimes we say that we don't deserve validation or we just completely reject any feelings that we have. But we cannot move through or heal through any situations when we don't acknowledge our feelings or validate that it's okay that we feel these ways. Validation and self-acceptance are two very different things. Validation is only an acknowledgement that an internal experience occurred. So like I was saying earlier, you don't have to agree with everything that you or someone else has done, but you can agree or you can validate the feelings that they were feeling at that time. 
a lot of the time we look back on our past selves and we think so hard of who we were and we forget that in those moments when we were making these rash or impulsive decisions, we were doing what we knew to do to survive and we grow and we learn how to survive quote unquote better. I don't totally know what that means, but we learn how to survive in different ways that are better. Messages of support have the power to help those facing a variety of stressors by improving their degree of self-confidence and self-esteem, reducing psychological distress. Distress. <laughs> when we feel unheard and misunderstood, communication can fall apart and even when unresolved, lead to a more permanent damage on relationships and especially relationships with self. I think we look at our relationship with self so different than we do with other people when a lot of the times we need way more love to ourself than we give. We give a lot of love to others most of the time. I won't speak on everyone, but I know I do this. I give a lot of love to others, a lot, a lot of love, and I never really sit back and fill my own cup first. So we have to treat ourselves as a best friend or, you know, as a lover, I guess. I hated that I use lover in that, but you know what I'm saying. We have to think of relationships with ourselves just as important, if not more important, than relationships with others. So there are many reasons and ways that people who care about you invalidate you. And I'm going to go through just a few of them. So some ways that people can kind of misinterpret validation or not do it in the way that we want them to is by misinterpreting what it means to be close. Sometimes people think that knowing just how someone feels without having to ask means that they are emotionally close to that person. It's like saying they know you as well as you know you. So they don't ask. They assume and they may not even tell you how you think or they may even tell you how you think and feel. So this comes from an idea that like, oh, I know what's going on in their life, so I'm just going to assume and go through that situation or I'm going to tell them how they feel. And that's not okay. We don't know how anyone's feeling at any certain time. We can definitely take guesses. And I know, especially with a lot of my friends, I can usually tell what they're feeling, but that doesn't always mean I'm right or that doesn't always mean that I get the complexity of it. So it's good to sit back and ask them, like, how are you feeling? Or how does this situation make you feel? Or ask them how they're doing and things like that. Because we don't always know what's going on in their head. And there could be may way more than they're discussing or than they're showing or that we even know. So we need to sit back and remember that even if you're close, you can still ask these questions. And especially if you're close, you should ask those questions. So another way that we can invalidate even without knowing is by misunderstanding what it means to validate. So sometimes people invalidate because they believe if they invalidate, they are agree if they validate, they are agreeing with that way. So a person can, can say, you think it's wrong that you're angry with your friend and not agree with you. Validation is not agreeing. But because they want to reassure you, they invalidate you by saying you shouldn't think that way. But just because you validate someone's feelings does not mean that you're giving the go on every single decision or action that they took. And if any of you are in therapy, you know this to be true because I'm sure your therapist does it with you. There are things that, ways that we handle situations that are not always perfect. And most of the time I feel my therapist sitting there being like, 
okay, yeah, like I get why you felt that way. And I, you know, get how you thought that would help. But, you know, here's a better way of doing that. And I'm not saying do that with your friends by any means because you're no therapist unless you really are a therapist. But it can be easy for us to think that we have to, when we validate feelings, that we are agreeing and that we are giving the green light on every single thing that they did. When that's not true, we can sit there and still validate their feelings or our own feelings and be like, you know, I still what I did was a little messed up. You know, I could have handled it better. Another reason or another way that people can invalidate is by wanting to fix your feelings. So I'm sure that everyone understands this one. The whole don't be sad, don't panic, calm down. People who love you don't want you to hurt. So sometimes they invalidate your thoughts and feelings in their efforts to make you feel happier, which I know and I'm sure I've been guilty of of many times before. And even with myself, you know, wanting to just kind of move past it and be like, okay, Madison, like, don't be sad. You don't have time to be sad. And that's just not going to help anyone. If anything, it's going to take the time to recover even longer. So even if you don't exactly know what to, what to say, which is totally understandable, there's still a way to go about validating someone without, you know, having to really speak. You can just physically be there. But we'll talk more on that in a little bit. Another reason people invalidate is because they don't want to hurt your feelings. Sometimes people lie to you in order to not hurt your feelings. Maybe they will tell you that you look great in a dress and the truth is that it may not be the best style for you. Maybe they agree that your point of view in an argument when on your point of view in an argument when they really don't think you are being reasonable, which again is not the whole point of validation. We don't have to agree with what someone did to validate them. But it's easy, especially for new times friends or people who totally, you know, don't understand your boundaries or things like that to sit there and, you know, just kind of listen to you and not really validate you on anything because they're worried about hurting your feelings or they want what's best for you. Obviously, people who love you, if they're good, (laughs) want what's best for you. So they may do the work for you that you could do for yourself. I feel like with some parents, we can see this, you know, they just kind of take over the work for you and they don't really sit and kind of help you figure out your feelings because they just want to make you feel better. They just want to protect you. They want what's best for you. And it makes sense and it's understandable. And I'm sure there are definitely times when I've done that with my friends, but it's good to take a step back and just sit there and let a friend talk about their feelings, validate their feelings and help them get through the process with them instead of totally taking over and just not even reflecting on their feelings, just doing what you know to be best or what you think is best for them. So those are some ways that we can invalidate other people or ourselves, but there's so much more than just, you know, surface level being like, oh yeah, I totally understand what you're feeling or, you know, sitting there and agreeing that how they feel is validated or whatever it is. Um, There's actually a famous therapist. Her name is Marsha Linehan and she identified six levels of validation back in the 90s. So we're going to go through some of those today. Um, Not going to go through some of those. We're going to go through all of those today and kind of talk about each one and what it means to be at that level of validation. So the first level is being present. This is a way of validating that doesn't always require speaking. 
You can be present for someone by holding their hand while they deal with a difficult situation, listening to them wholeheartedly, or being a shoulder to cry on. Now, and this is why a lot of people end up invalidating someone because they don't really know what to say in these situations. So just being present is a good way to validate someone. Just being there, listening to them, actively listening to them, and wholehearted listening, you know, not being on your phone and just mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Actively listening to them can be a way of validating without, you know, putting your words in your mouth or your foot in your mouth, I guess. (laughs) Words always are in your mouth. Putting your foot in your mouth and, you know, end up hurting someone worse. Being present for yourself means sitting with your feelings and acknowledging what what is happening. Sitting with intense emotion, whether your own or someone else's, can be uncomfortable for most people. And most of the time, it comes from a place of not knowing what to say to others or even not knowing how to handle your own emotions. The great thing is we don't need to know what to say all the time. We can just be mindful of our emotions or pay attention to a person and be non-judgmental of what they say or what you feel. The second level of validation is accurate reflection. So this means you summarize what you have heard from someone else or summarize your own feelings. Sometimes this helps someone sort through their thoughts and allow them to separate themselves from their emotions. If you go to therapy, you have probably experienced this type of validation from your therapist. It is taking what they have said about a situation and putting it into feelings. Most of the time we just talk and word vomit, especially after stressful situations, not really knowing how to explain or just even knowing at all how we feel. So a way of doing this accurate reflection with someone as a terms of validation is saying, you know, sounds like you're disappointed in yourself because you didn't do blah, blah, blah. Or with yourself, you can say, you know, so basically I'm feeling pretty angry and hurt about this situation. It's taking all these jumbled thoughts and kind of putting it into word and being like, okay, so you're feeling this because, you know, this happened, which is totally understandable. I get how you would feel that way. The third level of validation is mind rating. This level of validation is guessing what another person might be feeling or thinking. So kind of takes the level two up a level, obviously, Madison, but you get what I'm saying. It's taking what they're saying without them saying it. Did that make sense? Hopefully. We'll talk about it. So people vary in their ability to know their own feelings. A lot of the times, like I said, we just word vomit without truly processing how we or what we actually feel about the situation. So some people may not be clear about what they're feeling because they weren't allowed to experience their feelings when they were growing up or whenever, or they learned to be afraid of their feelings. We can also mask our feelings because we are afraid about how others will react to them, which leads us to not acknowledging them. This can cause the emotions to be more difficult to manage and make it harder on ourselves and on others to go through recovery. So to regulate our feelings and others, we have to be able to accurately label them. So when someone is explaining a situation, take note of their emotional state. And then when you feel that you have some evidence or, you know, a good enough reason to say these things or a good enough reason to think you know how they're feeling, name the emotions that you hear them talking about and kind of guess what they could be feeling. 
Now, this is a big caveat on this one because you have to remember that you're not always going to be right. So if the person corrects you and is like, no, actually, I'm feeling this, accept it. They are the only people who truly know how they feel. So listen and try to help them come to an emotion. So this kind of goes back to that invalidation of, you know, not or wanting to like fix their feelings or misunderstanding what it can mean to validate. So instead of just being like, oh, yeah, you're feeling this and just kind of like ignoring what they say further, that's invalidating. But when you sit there and say, oh, okay, based on what you've said to me, I like it seems like you're feeling this way. And if somebody were to come back and be like, oh, no, I'm actually feeling angry, then you have to sit there and accept that and understand that they are the only ones who are truly going to understand anything that's going on with them. You're just there to kind of help them through the process. And sometimes people may feel a different way about a situation than we would feel about a situation. And I think this also comes into play when we're talking about or discussing our own validation. Because I think a lot of times when situations happen, we immediately think that we're supposed to be feeling some sort of way. And so we try to feel that way. But we're not always going to feel the way that we think we're going to feel. I just said feel three times in that. So if you're taking shots, you better be taking a lot. But we can do it with ourselves a lot too. So remember that you're not always going to be right on the first try, but you can try your best to be like, oh, okay, you know, when this happened to me, I felt this way. So maybe that's how that person is feeling now. Maybe I can kind of help them get to that. So that's the mind reading level. And then you got level four, which is understanding the person's behavior in terms of their history and biology. So as we, most of us know, that your experiences and your biology influence your emotional reactions. This means any past trauma, how they were raised, genetics, everything like that, all factor into someone handles or feels in a situation. So this level isn't going to work with everyone you talk to because you don't know everyone's past, but it could help you with close friends and family and especially yourself. So connect some of your or their past experiences to the feelings that they are having now. An example of this could be, well, your partner was always lying to you. So it makes sense that you're feeling skeptical about getting into new relationships. And you can especially do this with yourself because you understand your reactions in context of your past experiences, which sometimes we forget about those past experiences or we never fully process them. So this one can be a little bit harder on yourself as well because you really have to try and think back on those maybe traumatic past experiences when maybe you didn't totally process them at the time. So understanding that there are a lot of factors that come into play of how somebody's feeling. But if you know their past and a little bit about their other stories, you may help, may be able to help them kind of connect the dots and not only validate their experience that they're having now, but validate those past experiences and how they felt in those past experiences and how they affect how they feel now and how they handle situations now. Level five of validation is normalizing or recognizing emotional reactions that anyone would have. So this kind of goes a little bit beyond personal reactions or experiences and kind of talks about a collective feeling that someone may have when experiencing something. Understanding that your emotions are normal is helpful for everyone. 
for the emotionally sensitive person, knowing that anyone would be upset in a specific situation is very validating. So, for example, saying, of course you're anxious, speaking before an audience for the first time is scary for everyone. This comes in handy a lot when people are experiencing things for the first time because they might not know how they're supposed to be feeling at a difficult point. I think a big thing is kind of jobs, having, you know, different mentors and being like, oh, I'm really, really stressed out about this. I don't get this, blah, blah, blah. And being able to sit there as a boss or a mentor and say, you know, everyone's felt that way before. It's totally normal that you're feeling this way. Most people do when they come across these kinds of things or situations or whatever it is. So understanding a collective feeling and recognizing emotional reactions that most people have to certain situations or different situations. And the sixth level of validation, the highest quote unquote level of validation is radical genuineness. And I think this one is really funny because it relates to a Twitter meme that was kind of going around a little while back and I'll explain what I mean by that. So Radical genuineness is understanding the emotion someone is feeling on a very deep level. So maybe you've had a similar experience and you can kind of relate that back to them. Be like, oh my gosh, when that happened to me, that's how I felt too. Radical genuineness is sharing that experience as equal. And why I say this makes me laugh is because I think there was a meme going around a little while ago about... It was like about having a conversation. It was like, it was like this one tweet that started out like, oh, I hate when you're talking to people and they try to relate it back to them or whatever, whatever. And while I think, you know, there are different caveats and I could understand at an extreme level what that means, but most of the time that's what having a conversation is. And that's what talking about your feelings is. I know my therapist does this with me a lot, but whenever I explain, you know, situation that I'm having anxiety about, you know, especially graduating and things like that, being able to hear her say, oh my gosh, when, you know, I was graduating college, that's how I felt too. It kind of feels like this big void and you don't really know what's going to happen. And that's a way of showing radical genuineness in validation. It's a way of saying it is okay that you're feeling that way because I felt that way too. And you're able to kind of sit there and connect on a different level and truly understand and truly be able to help them through that experience and help them process those emotions. So I just thought that one was funny because that was literally a meme going around and this one person was like, oh, I don't want people to relate their experiences like you can't relate. And I'm not saying that you can relate on every experience. Obviously, there are things that you don't get that other people go through. But when you do kind of get those feelings or have those similar situations happen, it is so great to be able to sit there and tell someone, you know, that has happened to me before too. Here's kind of how I got through that and give them some tips. It comes with another caveat of saying, if that person doesn't go through with exactly what you told them to do or exactly what you did in a situation, sitting there and being mad about that is not a good way of validating. Not everyone is going to do what you did. Not everyone is going to handle situations in the same way you did. So while you can sit there and relate to them on their feelings and everything like that, don't be discouraged or don't be mad if they don't follow through with exactly what you told them to do. Because sometimes one, people just need to learn things for themselves. Or two, there could be more to the situation that maybe they didn't tell you or more ways that they're feeling blah, 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 whatever it is. So those are the six levels of validation. And 
I think a big statement to put on that is not all those validation levels are going to work for everything. Obviously, you can't relate to every single situation ever. And obviously, you don't know everyone's past and so on and so forth. So not every single level of validation is going to work in every single experience. But the basic means of sitting there, listening to someone, trying to understand how they're feeling, help them feel through it is a good base level for everyone on validation and on any terms of relationships. So I want to kind of go through, I have this 25 validation statements to use. Um, and I just kind of want to go through and give you some of them so that you can have them um, for whenever you're needing to help someone or even with yourself. So a good question and one that I usually do, especially if I can't really totally relate to a situation is, what do you need from me now? How can I help? Being able to sit there, listen to them and be like, okay, I get that you're know you're stressed, sad, whatever. How can I help? What do you want me to do for you in a way that's going to help you and help you move forward? And that's I know that's super validating, especially at work when I'm overwhelmed and I'm stressed. Someone sitting there and being like, okay, well, you know, I don't totally get that situation, but what can I do to help you? What will help you get through this? Another thing is saying like, how is this affecting you? Or what was that like for you? Especially if you can't relate on certain certain situations. Saying you're not alone is a good one through anything. I'm sorry to hear that. I hear what you are saying. I believe you. I understand I hear you. And if you can't really say anything more on the situation or any more advice, being like, can you tell me more about that? Just asking more questions about the specific situation or how they're feeling. Um, I can't imagine what you went through. I'm so sorry that happened, and I'm so glad that you're here. Most people would have reacted that way. I can see you are making an effort. It must make you feel horrible to have someone do that to you. I would be blah, 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 too. I don't have the same beliefs, but I can see how this is important to you. So those are some ways that you can validate yourself and other people. I think in the back of our minds, we all know that validation is important, but a lot of the time we just forget that it's important to do with ourselves as well. And it's important to sit there and sit with your feelings and be like, you know, I get why I'm feeling sad about this, so on and so forth. So I just want to take a moment, talk about validation, because I've been struggling with validating myself as well. Um, it's easy to do, I think, especially in workplace environments and especially when you're feeling imposter syndrome, it's easy to just kind of brush off everything you're doing and be like, oh, well, I'm not doing it great or I could be doing better, blah, 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 blah. And recently at work, I was doing this. I was kind of being like, oh, I could be doing better. Like I'm not doing enough, blah, blah, blah. Just kind of really invalidating all the work that I've done and all the effort that I put into things. And then um, something that I did a while ago and I submitted for an award, got an award. I can't totally name what award yet because I don't know if we got bronze, silver, or gold. So I'm not going to say anything yet, but it was so easy for me up until I got the email that we made it into um, or we got an award. Just don't know the specifics of it yet. It's so easy for me to sit there and be like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing or I'm not doing it as good as blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, wow, I should be doing more. So easy for me to sit there and invalidate all the things that I've done and all the great work that I've done. And getting that email and realizing and having someone else sit there and be like, 
hey, you've done great work and we're giving you this award is so validating. And it just reminded me that I can get this validation all the time from myself and putting in that work to do that and putting in the time to sit there and be with my emotions and validate the way I feel while also being like, you know, Madison, like you are still doing great. It's okay for you to feel sad, upset, whatever it is. Like I've talked about before, true two truths can exist at the same time. So, you know, I can be feeling like I should be doing more while also recognizing all the work that I've done before. So I want you to take a moment and validate yourself, whatever you're feeling, if you're feeling sad, upset, anxious, if you're feeling happy, excited, worried, whatever it is, I want you to sit there for a moment after listening to this podcast and realize all the stuff that you've done and all the experiences that you've been through before and validate yourself now by saying, it's okay for me to feel this way. I felt this way before and I'm going to get through it. And it's okay if you need to take a second, you need to take a day, you need to take a mental health break just to sit there and be with those feelings. Don't just keep pushing because, oh my God, I have this deadline coming up. I don't have time to feel sad, blah, blah, blah. You always, always have time to take care of yourself. You always have time to take care of yourself because if you go on invalidating those feelings and just ignoring them which is a form of invalidation if you go on ignoring them and I'm literally preaching to myself right now because I do this to myself all the time so if you're doing it don't feel bad about it because I do too but if we keep ignoring these feelings if we keep ignoring what we're doing and blah 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 and just going on through life invalidating them then it's just going to come and bite us back even harder the next time. It's going, you're going to have a breakdown if you don't sit there and allow yourself to be sad and allow yourself to grieve whatever you're grieving or allow yourself to be anxious about something or allow yourself to be stressed or worried or whatever the emotion is. You, if you don't allow yourself to do that, you're not going to be able to process it. And then a couple days later, you're going to have a mental breakdown and it's going to be even worse than if you just would have sat there in those emotions and let yourself feel. So take a mental health break for yourself if you need a moment to validate your feelings. Your employer should understand your schoolwork can wait a moment because your mental health is more important than anything. And I mean, after the year that we've had, two years, whatever, however long it is, it's okay to take a break. And look up to your girl Simone Biles for that one. And remember that she was on this main stage and she took a step back and validated her feelings and sat there and was like, you know what? I'm going through a really, really hard thing right now and I have been for a while and I've just been pushing through and I need to take a step back and take a moment for myself. And that is okay to do. In fact, that's the best thing that you can do. And I think even if they don't realize it yet, people will thank you for taking a step back and you'll thank yourself for taking a step back. And when it comes to validating other people, just do it. Just do it. Listen to them and say the things that you would want to hear in certain situations and understand that not everything you would want to hear is something that someone else would hear. So just sit, listen, try to talk them through it the best that they can. But at the end of the day, listen to them and just be there no matter what. So I love you guys. You are valid in my mind. All your feelings are valid. And I hope that you feel cared for. And I hope that you feel like 
you know, you could go to the people in your life and you could go to yourself when you're feeling upset and get that validation that you deserve. So I love you guys. Make sure that you follow me on Instagram at loudmouthpod. Validate me for doing this podcast. (laughs) Um, Leave a review, follow along on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, wherever you're listening to this. Give me a five-star thumbs up, whatever you want to do. Smash that like button or subscribe button, I guess, is really what I meant to say. Um, You can follow me on Twitter at loudmouth underscore pod. I will have everything linked in the show notes for you. Follow me along. I post fun little updates about how I'm freaking out about life, Um, even when Instagram's down. LOL. Okay. I love you guys, and I will talk to you next week. Bye. (laughs) Bye.